0: Debtors Prison was the first purpose-built prison for debtors in the country. Designed in an English Baroque style, it was a popular tourist attraction throughout the 18th century because of its impressive architecture. Sadly, though, there was an assumption generally held that conditions
1: within were equally pleasant. This was not the case. The prison struggled with overcrowding, leading to regular outbreaks of typhus known as jail fever and a lack of adequate food. Although it was actually called the Castle Prison, it became known locally as the Debtor's Prison because many of those incarcerated there were imprisoned due to their debts.
2: The prison also held felons, those awaiting sentencing, people sentenced and awaiting transportation to the Americas, or, after the War of Independence, to Tasmania or Australia,
0: as well as those charged with misdemeanours. Social hierarchy was also entrenched within the prison population, with felons being considered as the lowest of the low, whilst the debtors had more respect. This can be seen in the design of the cells, debtor cells having superior ventilation and light compared to the cells of felons. Although further to this, there was segregation between the poorer, destitute debtors and those who held a higher social class. It was common for members of prominent families and even the aristocracy to be imprisoned as debtors. And in these cases, they could live pretty comfortably whilst incarcerated. Jailers and the warden of the prison would wish to keep favour with those of means for when they re themselves in society. Wealthier debtors could also afford to purchase good food and drink legitimately as well as bribe officials for extra privileges. Even though the debtors' prison operated through the 18th century,
2: privately managed prisons run for profit were reintroduced to the UK in the
1: 1990s. The first prison to be contracted out was Wald's Prison in Everthorpe, West Yorkshire in 1991, though this later returned to public control. Currently, there are 14 contracted out prisons in the UK.
2: In the case of the debtor's prison, the warden was also a manager who needed to turn a profit, selling goods from outside the prison at inflated rates. Inmates could also pay to have guests in their cells.
0: It is reported that the warden made £100 from selling wine and produce to visitors of Dick Turpin whilst he was incarcerated. Adjusted for inflation, the warden made over £20,000 from the visitors of Turpin alone.
1: Those staying in the debtors' prison would not be released until they had paid their debts, or they were released by their creditors.
0: As paying for their upkeep,
2: for a bed and food, they also had to generate money to earn their release. Lessons such as lace-making and sewing were taught inside the jail, and the debtors were allowed into the Eye of York, the oval lawn outside the prison, to sell their wares to the public.
0: The conditions within the felon section of the prison were extremely poor. In 1737, overcrowding resulted in nine felons suffocating during the night in their cells. Rains, depositions from the Castle of York, described the conditions as dens of iniquity and horror, stating that some cells had no light and no ventilation. Several were partly underwater whenever there was a flood. And let's face it, York floods a lot. Prisoners were at the mercy of the jailers for their food and for everything they possessed. Rain's depositions, though, not only covered the state of the castle
2: prison, he also wrote a considerable amount about the trials of so-called witches.